0: Yeah. main menu. menu. Main menu. Main menu. Main menu, main menu.
1: Welcome to main menu for the week of July twenty-sixth to august first. 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased that you are with us here on Main Menu today. Welcome back, all of you who are listeners and have been listening for a while. If you're a new listener, welcome. We are very pleased to have you with us today. Hope you enjoy the show, and we'll continue to come back and listen to us in the future. Well, today on Main Menu, as usual, we like to try to keep you up to date on what's going on in the field of assistive technology and our first interview is an interview with Greg Stilson from HumanWare and Greg and I are going to be talking about all the new things going on at HumanWare. There's a number of new products, there's some upgrades and some other things you'll want to hear about that are going on in HumanWare and we're going to be talking about all of those things and then David Woodbridge from Vision Australia is going to come and he's going to demo using the Skype Out function to retrieve voicemail and take notes on the Mac, and you will want to know that that is also available, and you can do the same thing on your Windows PC. That's what's up here today on Main Menu. We hope you enjoy the show and get a lot of valuable information. Keep in touch with us at our webpage at mainmenu.acbradio.org. And you have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
0: Here at ACB Radio's Main Menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu@acbradio.org. at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu@acbradio.org. at You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Main,
2: main Menu
1: I'm very pleased to have with me today on main menu, Mr. Greg Stilson from HumanWare. Greg is the product manager for Braille and GPS products for HumanWare. He's been with HumanWare for a year or two, and not quite wet behind the years anymore. And he is also a Braille user, so he kind of knows what he's doing when he works with Braille products. Uh, so welcome, Greg. Oh, thanks, David. Thanks for having me on. Well, glad to have you here. And you have quite a few things to talk about today, so uh, we will get right into the first thing you have to talk about, and uh, I believe we have a list of about three or four different things to talk about, and some of them are new, And so welcome. Excellent.
3: Yeah, the, the the first topic on my list was uh, we uh, we announced a, a pre-announcement of Keysoft 9.3 for the Apex. Um, Keysoft 9.3 is uh, the next version of the interface software that runs on the Braille Node Apex, and this version is I- exclusively driven by user feedback and, and user suggestions. Um, I took over the product management duties uh, end of last year, early this year, full-time, and uh, really we, we needed to look at uh, our priorities for, for Keysoft um, and uh, really kind of take into account uh, a lot of the needs of our users, and we, we I believe, have done that very well in this version. Um, the, the number one thing that, that people have been requesting for this version and for quite some time has has been access to Microsoft DOCX files. Um, I know that that's been a, a long-time frustration for BrailleNote users, and uh, I'm happy to say that in this version we're, we're able to bring that uh, to the user. Um, the, the nice thing about this version is we actually take it a step further. HumanWare has always been about Braille literacy and making sure that, that uh, the person who's using the Apex gets the full experience um, in Braille from, from a document. We did that with Microsoft DOC files being able to, to retain a large quantity of the formatting or a large amount of the formatting that's brought into a document including tables and heading styles and things like that and where um, some of the other products when they open up a, a DOC X file or even a DOC um, the, all that formatting is stripped out. You basically get a giant wall of text. And uh, I, I, we, we feel that that's kind of doing a disservice to the user in, in the regard that, you know, as a blind student is learning how to read and write, how to write documents, things like that, it's it's necessary that they understand how things are laid out as well. And so as uh, as sometimes that, that information isn't necessary, especially in an education environment, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of value with that. So I'm happy to say that with Keysoft 9.0, point three we have Uh, both options. So you have the option to, if you open up a DOCX file, if you press enter on it, it'll say, do you want to view or edit this document? And if you want to view it, um, what we do is we actually open it up in the web browser. And in the web browser, we're able to use all those keyboard shortcuts for web browsing to navigate through a document. So for instance, I can see a heading style, I can see a formatting change, I can see a table, and I can actually use a, a table navigation mode to go cell by cell or row by row through that table. So you really get a a quote-unquote visual experience from that table saying that you're in row six column two or cell two or whatever so you really get an idea of how that's laid out if you choose to edit the document it'll just open up in keyword the the word processor the same way it always has Um, but you'll get a very uh, that that stripped down version of the document so if you if you just want to quick have a look at the file, make some notes, things like that, you can definitely do that as well. So that's the first, uh, first major enhancement is the, the, the interface with DOCX files. Um, the, the second one is we, we knew that the, uh, the web browser had a significant amount of limitations, and uh, we, we aim to really rectify that. Um, I'm happy to say that as a BrailleNote user myself, the browser is very usable now. Um, we made some major changes so that sites which uh, previously didn't render correctly things, and, and we're talking major sites like Amazon, Facebook, Gmail, things like that, you'd be missing either text or you'd be missing login, you know, credential, form field, things like that that wouldn't allow you to get on the page. And so I'm happy to say that we've done some major, um, a major overhaul to the browser so that these pages render much better. Um, we also direct the user more towards mobile-friendly sites Rather than uh, than trying to open up full you know pages with uh, tons of scripts and things like that that are meant for uh, PC access, and so the, the nice thing is that w- with all the use um, from the you know cell phones and things like that today um virtually not virtually but the majority of websites now also have a mobile version that uh, that they guide you know mobile browsers to i'm not going to say that this uh, browser is going to open up every page try to go to but the good news is that it, it does a much much better job and you can access a lot more um, content uh, we also incorporated uh, or not incorporated what we modified the way that browser scripting on, on some pages Uh, you'll notice that the page won't load correctly when it loads up. You'll you'll be missing some content or something like that. Um, We improved there's a setting in KeyWeb in the web browser called browser scripting. And if you switch that off or on, depending on what it's uh, it's at, some pages do well when you allow the scripts to go through and some pages do not. And so um, we really improved how functional that scripting setting is and allowing certain scripts to come through and things like that. The bottom line is that if you get a page that doesn't open correctly just go into the scripting setting, turn it off or turn it on, turn it to the other setting that it wasn't on, and then refresh the page and nine times out of 10, that page will load up correctly. A good example of this is uh, some people like to download the audio described movies from the Blind Mice Mega Mall. Um, If you go to the Movie Vault, you can download and listen to audio described movies. Um, on Keysoft 9.3 uh, or on 9.2, earlier versions, uh, this wasn't accessible. You couldn't download uh, uh, content from it, things like that. Um, now with 9.3, if you switch that scripting setting so that you disable the scripting, uh, the page loads up fine. You can search the, the library of movies, download any of the uh, audio described movies you want. Uh, and last but not least, one of the issues uh, I know was the security alert dialogues. Um, Bookshare was the major site that uh, we would you'd go to Bookshare and you'd get a ton of security messages, things like that. Um, I'm happy to say that the security messages are a thing of the past. People are going to be able to go to websites without getting these annoying security messages, and that that goes beyond Bookshare, but to uh, any page that would give you that that kind of issue, and uh, going off of that, being able to uh, browse now, you'll be able to go to NLS Bard and download those same books, uh, audio books that you've been able to listen to on your Apex and your Victor Reader Stream and things like that. Uh, with the browser enhancements, now we can actually go to NLS Bard and, and download those uh, those books directly from your Apex as well. So. Uh, there's a few changes under the hood um, as well. Uh, one of the small changes we made, and uh, it's more it's for our voice note users, um, but one of the requests that we had kind of in passing, and we we did it sort of as a last-minute change, but I've, I've heard some positive feedback from it, is uh, the voice note um, with no Braille display. Now, if you want to connect it to an iOS device or to a PC to control the device with your keyboard, some of our users who don't use Braille may still want to type text messages and emails and things like that on their iPad or iPhones uh, without using that touch screen. And so what's nice is that now you can pair up your, your voice note with no braille display, pair it up and actually control your iPhone or whatever with uh, with the keyboard. So it's a small change in passing but it was something that I think it, some people will find very useful. So um, From the braille note side, I think that's, uh, that's that rounds it out for Keysoft 9.3.
1: Okay, and now my understanding is that's coming out is it this month?
3: It is. It, it, it's going to be July. Um, we're very, very close. We're just ironing out, iron out the final we found some last minute things that we needed to fix uh, as software tends to do all the time and so um but uh, it will be coming up very shortly
1: okay um i know um that there was uh something not too long ago an announcement that uh, upgrades are free now that is very
3: true yep when i took over the product management uh, position what was one of the first thing that uh that myself and the executive team at humanware have have, have put in place and uh it's uh, all upgrades now that are on the Apex. Uh, we've, we've modified the SMA situation, and so uh, all SMA, uh, all, all software will be free the same way that it is for all of our other products. The Victor Reader Stream, Trucker Breeze, any of that kind of stuff um, has always been free at HumanWare, and now I'm happy to say that the BrailleNote Apex is the, the same way as well. So um, when you in download, when, when the version eventually comes out, um, you'll just simply download the, the one file, as long as you're running Keysoft 9.2 at this point, which is the most recent version of Keysoft. download the 9.3 version, pop it on an SD card or thumb drive or whatever you want, put it into the Apex and just press reset. So no more dealing with product keys and
1: things like that. Okay, so if a person were at 8. Point something, then they would first do the um, uh, have to pay for the upgrade to 9.2. No, no, no. The
3: okay. nice thing is that everybody has access to 9.2 right okay. now. So okay. so as long as you're running 9.2, and even you don't even have to install 9.2. Just if you're not running 9.2, let's say you're running 9. 9.0, you never upgraded your Apex or anything like that because you didn't have a, an SMA. Um, the, the easiest way to get 9.3 is just download the 9.2 product key um, because all future updates are just going to base themselves off of the 9.2 product key. So you don't have to install the full version of 9.2, but just grab the product key, put it on the same SD card as the 9.3 version, and away you go. So um, the once you're, once you're at 9.2 or using the 9.2 product key, you'll never have to install another product key again.
1: Okay, because I just ran into something someone yesterday uh that i was talking to and i said well um how old is your apex version because i knew she had an apex i was her tech when she got the the apex and Mm -hmm. she said i don't i don't know she said whatever was on it when i got it a couple of years ago or whatever (laughs) it was and so um it was a very pertinent question (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i said oh i will have to ask about that
3: and you know david that's uh that's really the reason why we why we did that is because we're, we're we're finding that um you know the barriers to to upgrade were were financial or whatever. It, it prevented people from getting features or bug fixes that were really important. And um, you know it's it's so important, especially with a device like like the Apex, that you're running the most recent version. We put in some major changes to to prevent lockups and freezes and things like that that you know maybe people weren't uh, able to have. And so it's it's really necessary that with this you're running the most recent version of Keysoft, and we're trying to make that as easy as possible.
1: Well, that's fantastic. It really is, and as going to be really good for the person I was thinking about because she does a lot of writing uh, documents for um, two different places that she works for and some of them are doc files and some of them DOCX files and sure. it's going to be a big help for her. Excellent. And um, so I think that was the only question I had there uh, was about the upgrade and so forth um, but I'm just thinking that probably a lot of people didn't even know that they could do that. No absolutely and I want to make
3: sure that the word gets out we sent out a press release uh, uh, at the beginning of the year, and it'll be included in the press release for Keysoft 9.3. This is an absolutely free version. Um, I did at the uh, the summer shows this year kind of uh, give a glimpse to what HumanWare is doing for the future of the Apex, and I uh, just wanted to quickly talk about that if we can. So uh, one of the, the weaknesses, and I took some, uh, several trips around the country to visit math classes um, in education and watching the way that students are doing math today. And what was concerning to me is that I watched a student do math very, very similarly to the way that I did it when I was in high school. And uh, in today's you know day with technology and things like that, I was watching students put their Braille notes aside and, and use a Perkins Brailler. And don't get me wrong, I use a Perkins Brailler for a number of, you know, labeling things or, or getting hard copies of Braille and things like that. But uh, what I noticed was a huge delay in the time that a student finished their assignment and the time that they got it turned in because they had to have a cited uh, teacher of the visually impaired or whoever writing the braille or the print on top of the braille copy so that mm-hmm. the sighted teacher classroom teacher would be able to to grade their assignment and oftentimes that teacher would get the assignment significantly later than the sighted peers turn theirs in and oftentimes the blind student would get it back way after the sighted kid got their assignments back and so right. there was a, a significant delay and a it's something that uh, I was one of those blind students that really loved math for some reason I'm a freak like that I guess I don't know <laughs> but uh, I uh, I look at that as a, a huge barrier to uh, you know blind students moving forward and so one of our, our passions at humanware has always been braille literacy and Nemeth braille is one of the you know is, is a component of braille obviously UE, UEB has been adopted by by BANA and this you know it's, it's something that's in the work and, and but Nemeth has also been adopted and that's really what's being used right now and there's going to be a a transition phase obviously and so one of the things that i, I demonstrated is that we have a uh, we've been putting significant work into the word processor of the braille notes and uh, i'm happy to say that right now we have a working uh, alpha version where uh, we've actually enabled the change of grade while you're typing to nemeth braille and what we have working right now is the ability to change in a document from grade two grade one or ueb or whatever you're in and uh, change into the Nemeth code. And the nice thing is is that when you're typing in the document, the uh, text-to-speech voice will actually read uh, the uh, content that you're typing uh, accurately. So it'll actually recognize when you write a fraction, you know, one-half X plus two Y equals seven or whatever, it'll read that correctly. And uh, at this point, we actually have some, some uh, limited printing capability where the content will actually print out. It doesn't print out in perfect, you know, uh, vertical math and things like that for the sighted teacher to read like every other you know, sighted kid is writing it. But we at least have the ability right now where we can write abbreviations for things. So for example, if you do a fraction, it'll say open frac 1 over 2 x plus 3y equals 7 and you actually have the symbols uh, printing out correctly. So uh, our goal is that by the end of this project uh, our goal is to be able to type in Nemeth Braille in a word processing document, hook it up to a print printer and have a print copy ready at the same time that the sighted kid's they're turning in their their assignments as well.
1: Wow, that'd be fantastic. That would really be great. Well, speaking of, of Nemeth and that, and you, you talked about UE, UEB. Um, where are where are you with UEB, and how big of a deal is this going to be? Given all of the different languages and so forth that you support, and so forth, is that going to be fairly easy to do? No. What's what's fantastic is actually since
3: the Empower days, we've we've had access to um, because we're a global company. That was uh, one of the languages that we uh, supported very very early on much er, earlier than than other note takers and portable devices like that um, so UEB's actually been been available to braille note users for 4 years or so now so okay. that's uh that's nothing nothing new uh, you 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 can switch into UEB um, on the fly while you're typing a document and and have everything going um, i can consistently get a lot of feedback from our australian users and things like that related to UEB as well so i'm happy to say that we we when this is all said and done we'll we'll support Nemeth and UEB be. So whichever way you choose to write
1: math, you'll be able to do it. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay. Well, are we ready to go on to the uh, second topic, which uh, is, it, is something I found something kind of uh, kind of neat when I saw it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um... The uh, the Embraille embosser from ViewPlus is one that we uh, we distribute at Humanware and we're we're promoting very strongly uh, the the general stereotype of an embosser is that it's expensive and weighs a thousand pounds and <laughs> the, I the staff I'm staff for that. <laughs> yep, I uh, I'm very happy to say that the Embraille is uh, is is not that uh, it's it's the the retail price I believe is 1995 so it's right around two thousand dollars and it is uh, less than ten pounds I believe in in weight so. So it's a very small um, portable embosser. It's uh, it does um, the, the narrow paper, so it is it is restricted to the narrow paper, uh, the eight and a half by eleven sheets. However, for classroom use, for use of embossing, you know, content uh, that you know you're going to need to to read later, and I know that ViewPlus is uh, in the process of updating the firmware so that. Uh, tactile graphics will be able to be embossed on this as well so mm, yeah. it's a um, it's a very it's a it's a cheaper option for those who are looking for hard copy braille and it's it's portable it's not something that you're going to have to just leave in one spot and and uh, let, let it sit there for braille production
1: yeah I think it might I, I think it, it might um sometime replace that old um, blazer that I have sitting in the corner. That was
3: the analogy that I saw as I said, I said, oh my gosh, it's a, a modern braille blazer, I it's guess. It's
1: a modern braille blazer, yes. Yep, yep. Now is it tractor and she fed or is it just tractor?
3: It is It is tractor and it is single she fed, so yeah. you can you can do either one.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. and that will make a lot of difference for a lot of people too. We all know that how cheap a tractor feed braille is. And, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that will be great because you can just get you a pile of Braille and don't have to have the special tractor-fed Braille. That'll, that'll be nice, too. Absolutely. Yep. And, and, and about, what's the, about what the, is the speed on that? Um, I don't have
3: that number off the top of my head. I know that it's not.
1: No, no, no worries. It's, I'll be honest with you.
3: It's, you know, it's, it is a, it's a cheaper embosser and I don't mean cheap as in quality, but I mean, you're not going to get the massive Braille production speeds that you'd expect. However, um, it's, it's, Fast enough that I would I see no barriers when I use it at all for my own personal use and things like that. Um, but you're not going to be doing you're not you, you'll you'll invest in it for an embosser if you're going to be going for massive amounts of braille production.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's probably more for individual use. It's not something you're going to print out the newsletter for a, a chapter or a,
3: right. Yeah exactly.
1: It's a meeting it's, or something.
3: We we push it um, as a we, the nice thing is that it's totally compatible with the braille note apex you literally plug it in and Mm -hmm. it works into the apex so for a student who wants to print out their assignments in braille or their speeches or whatever um, it totally works instantaneously with the apex so it's great on on personal use there
1: okay and what what types of connection can you get there Uh, if I remember correctly and uh, forgive me I don't have one in front of me but I know it has USB and I think it has parallel as well Okay. okay All right. Well, I was pretty impressed with it when I saw it. I thought it was look pretty neat.
3: Yeah, you know, you just don't see a lot of these small embossers like that, so it's uh, it's something to change the mold of the embosser, I guess, if you want to say it that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty nice and a, and a nice price so what, what is this there's some device called a stream what, what is that, <laughs> that, that uh, yeah, is the, something uh, about a stream and something about Wi-Fi
3: <laughs> yeah yep if you're uh, not familiar with the new stream um, the the new stream is uh, it was released I believe in January of this year it was launched um, it's about 30% smaller than the original stream this this device I, I can tell you is based 100% off of user feedback um, any and you're talking just little tiny tweaks that make a world of difference. I'll give you an example. The the battery in the first stream was a bear to get off in a while to try to pull the battery out and replace it. Um, the yes, battery sir. was really tough. Yes, and so we, we, we did a small tweak to uh, to the new stream and now you have a little switch on the back and the battery is actually part of the back. Those of you who are familiar with the Trekker Breeze, we use the same style of battery where the back panel of the device is the battery. So um, it's very simple to take off. There's a little switch. You just push the switch up and pop the battery off and away you go. But I mean, uh, the speaker's much louder. The TTS is text-to-speech is is we're using acapella and it's very high quality. So you're not uh, listening to the the older vocalizer, Samantha voice that some people uh, didn't like as much. and then, of course, Wi-Fi. And Wi-Fi is, at, at the time that we're talking right now, the Wi-Fi capability is, is pretty much to the point where you can download updates directly to the player, which is great because when we come out with a new version, updating it is a snap um, as simple as just connecting to your Wi-Fi hotspot, and, uh, and it'll tell you that there's an update available. You just hit the play button and it downloads it. So that's very nice. And then also, we, when you buy a stream and if you get activated with the National Library Service, and you, unless uh, your, your your authorization key uh will also download directly to the player so you don't have to mess with connecting it to a PC and copying the key to a location, etc. So um, that's that's what's available now. In, uh, we've been working for some time. The, the Wi-Fi capability or the, the, the instant wireless capability is really as good as the partnerships with the content providers um, can be. And so that's what we've been spending a lot of the past uh, six, seven months on is establishing uh, some partnerships. And I'm happy to say that in August, uh, we will be launching a, an update to the Victor Reader Stream, the new one. And uh, this update will incorporate uh, two major partnerships. One is um, with NFB Newsline um, for the newspapers. And this one is really cool. I'm actually testing this as I speak. Um, but uh, basically, if you're an NFB Newsline subscriber, you uh, you log into your website, your, your account on your website, you go to my favorites or you go to the NFP newsline in your pocket favorites and just assign papers to your what what papers do you want to read and once once they're assigned in your profile you literally hit the Wi-Fi button it says please wait a couple times and the papers are immediately there in what we're calling the online bookcase where just like on the regular stream when you're browsing your you're talking books and things like that you use your four and your six you'll cycle through until you find the paper you want and you hit play and away you go um, it, it updates every time you hit that Wi-Fi button so it always grabs today's paper yesterday's paper and then the last most major uh, edition which is usually the last Sunday's paper okay and what's what's I, I, the analogy that I use is that it's just it it's the similar the same as a sighted person drinking their coffee and reading the paper in the morning you literally could have your coffee you push the Wi-Fi button and your paper is right there wow Wow. Um, well, that's the, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty slick. I, I have to say it's uh, it's like magic there.
1: That the, sounds even simpler than having to bring up the app and, and go to the bottom of the page and say update the subscriptions.
3: <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it, it's it's a I mean literally one press of a button. So they they did a great job on that. That's the other cool. partnership that we've we've established is with Bookshare. We've always had a great relationship with Bookshare, and um, we will have uh, wireless Bookshare uh, browsing also in this August release, where you will be able to hit the Wi-Fi button. You'll cycle to the Bookshare bookshelf and you'll be able to just search for a book and download it directly from the screen. No no need to uh, connect to a PC
1: anymore to do that. So you'll actually see the menus and be able to go able to search, do the search from there?
3: Exactly. Yep. You'll type oh. in the uh, you you'll be able to look at say the most popular books, things like that. Sure. But then you'll also be able to, to manually text message style keyboard um, your your search credentials as well. Okay. So you can search for okay. um it, it's it, it takes a little bit of getting used to the uh, text messaging style entry, but once you once you have it it's it's very efficient.
1: hmm Sounds good. Sounds really good. Okay, and uh, so by the time you get all that done, you'll be able to uh, do quite a bit with the wireless. Yeah. Yep. And we've got
3: uh, significantly more plans to come. Um, we're working on more partnerships with uh, with libraries, things like that. Uh, if if you if you aren't aware, uh, I know there was uh, initially when the stream uh, was launched, there was some some issues. Uh, we we had some some issues connecting to Audible. Uh, so users were not able to use the the stream to to listen to their books and uh we're happy to say that we we did come to an agreement uh i think it was in april i want to say um and, or may and there was yeah, an update
1: a couple or so months yeah
3: like. yep and there was there was an update available but yeah so we're, we're working on some partnerships that'll even even more open up the uh the wi-fi capability as well so
1: okay that sounds that sounds
3: great. Yeah, that's always been our uh, our focus is is user interface, and we've done you know we started with Keysoft. That's why people use Braille Notes is because of the simplicity of the product and mm-hmm. the stream and the the Victor products have always had that same same mindset. So we want to make sure that the learning curve is is as short as possible.
1: And you've done a pretty good job of that, and the help has always been pretty good too. Yeah, yeah excellent. That's a, that's what we hang our hat on is that context sensitive help. <laughs> yeah, that's a big big help when your person is going. Scratching their head and you know, well, now what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What keystroke do I need now? They then that will be that new update's going to be out. You say probably in
3: August or in August. Yep, yep. Barring some major catastrophe or something like that, uh, that's that's our plan is to have it in August.
1: Okay, Okay. Yep.
0: Other
3: than that, uh, the only other extra topic that I had on our agenda was uh, just to remind people that the Trucker Breeze um, is is still. Uh, we we actually reduced the price uh, down to 6.99. So it was originally 9.95 when it was first sold, uh, and uh, we've reduced that to 6.99 so that uh, hopefully even more people have the ability to use a handheld GPS. Um, I know there's a number of, uh, of GPS opportunities out there now with smartphones and things like that. But uh, I have to say, I'm personally, I, th- there's two products, unless, you know, if I'm going to a meeting or something, I'll obviously bring my Apex. But if I'm just going for a walk, I bring my Breeze and I bring my stream. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Those are the
3: two products that I bring. Um, and, you know, some people ask me, you know, Greg, why don't you use iPhone apps and things like that? And I've, I've, I've tested a number of them um, and played with them. I use a few of them, uh, but I, I find that I have to have four or five apps running running at one time to get the type of information that I can get with a a handheld GPS like that. And then by the time that I, uh, I am done using all those apps and taking an hour long walk or something like that. I've noticed that my battery and my phone's depleted by about 60%. So <laughs> uh, <yeah>. at least <laughs> I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still, uh, I still need my phone as a phone, unfortunately. So right. I, uh, I get cautious with that, but uh, the GPS or the, the breeze is um, it is a handheld GPS obviously, and it's got uh, nine buttons. So it's very, very simple to use. Like, like I said before, our simplicity interface applies here as well. And, uh, it's, uh, it's something we just updated the maps uh, towards the end of last year. And so the maps are, are fairly recent. And so uh, I encourage if you haven't updated your maps, those are free to download. You can get them right off our website.
1: Okay. And we did miss my favorite thing. We missed the brilliant. The brilliant, you're right. The <laughs> brilliant has been my one of my favorite displays. For, well, uh, I had to twist some arms to get to get a brilliant 32 back in the early days of the brilliant not the brilliant BI I'm talking back into the early days Oh I gotcha. the old uh, the bomb <laughs> brilliant Yeah yep
3: Yeah the brilliant Braille display uh we released it in 2000 or launched it in 2011 and um I it's I have to say out of any experience that I've seen with the Braille display with iOS um you know it, it's it's incredibly easy to pair the device that's the one thing yes. that we wanted to make sure is that we have we have no pin codes we have no deadlines where you have to type in the pin code by a certain amount of time etc um you literally double tap on the Brilliant in iOS and away you go. It says you want to pair with it and you hit pair. That's it. So um, the the frustrations I know of pairing displays with iOS devices and, and keeping them paired and things like that is something that we wanted to make sure worked really well and uh, as easy as possible. Um, and um, it, it's, you know, for text messaging, emails. Uh, reading I don't read a lot of books but I do do a lot of web surfing and reading web articles and things like that I I love having 32 cells
1: of Braille um, mm-hmm. at my fingertips uh, you know using that so and and, and I really like it uh, and I found uh, what what was really nice I've shown it to a few people who you know basically um, had been note taker users at some point but uh, now we weren't, weren't really using anything. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about refreshable Braille and, and uh, how they could use refreshable Braille. And um, I, showed, I showed them the Braille in 32 um, with, a, with an eye touch with the, uh, the accessible notes from afb oh sure and where you've got those extra braille keyboard commands and mm-hmm. they loved it yeah yep yeah. it, it makes a world of difference when you
3: have those shortcuts in there because i've tried uh, i've tried taking notes and i've tried using it as a note taker and um I, personally just dealing with it or using a dedicated note taker for so long having be having the ability to flip the device on and just away you go that's that's uh, a huge benefit but i've also used the the access note app before, and um, you know, when you when you incorporate those shortcut keys, it does make things a heck of a lot easier than needing to find certain spots on the screen and, sure. and that kind of stuff. So, absolutely. well, you
1: know, it's like yeah, you can you can take notes with in, in the regular notes app and so forth, but for a person that's used to using those braille keyboard commands, uh, it it makes a big difference. Absolutely, yep. And the uh, you know, we we based a
3: lot of our development of the brilliant off of what was successful with the apex you know so things like Mm -hmm. the thumb keys things like uh the the ergonomic keys that are are right there we you know they look like mini apex keys essentially and uh yeah um the nice thing is with the apex it's encased in aluminum i've actually dropped this thing off of a bus before (laughs) while i've been getting yeah yep and (laughs) so i've uh you know i'm happy to say that aside from a little scratch on a corner it's uh it's it's well intact it's still working perfectly fine so you know you drop it on concrete and it was still i don't. And encourage people to do no. that,
1: but <laughs> let's, let's not encourage that.
3: <laughs> but uh, it is it is very very durable, so that's a huge benefit as well.
1: And Now what size? You've got a forty and a thirty-two, and then we have an eighty as well. Yep. An eighty. Okay, I was mm-hmm. thinking you had an eighty, but now it doesn't have a keyboard at all. It does not. No, that's okay. uh, we
3: during our usability tests we and uh, our and our user groups that we've done, we found that the majority of people who were using eighty-cell displays, whether it was for you know major Excel usage or you know, in a call center environment, something like that. Right. Their hands were primarily
1: staying on the, the physical
3: keyboard of the computer. Right, right, so that's right. uh, that's sort of the background of that.
1: I yeah, and I think most of the people that I've recommended an eighty cell or you know, they were you they were in a in, in doing accounting or right. or they you know the the guy that I that just amazed me was the guy that was using an eighty cell display and could have used uh, (laughs) a 150 (laughs) cell he he was he was uh, a um, credit collector for one of the major um, uh, retail outlets and um, uh, and he had the people who were a year or more behind and uh, oh wow okay. I never saw a guy that could get around on an 80 cell display as fast as that guy.
3: yeah there's certain jobs that that uh, that 80 cell I know we, we, we've sold a number of 80 cells to computer programmers just because you need that extra real estate when you're when you're searching through yeah. lines of code and things like that so oh, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it's amazing to watch how much more efficient they are um, at their jobs once they have that extra. You know, braille access. So
1: I've got to believe that probably is comes in handy for uh, braille musicians too. Yeah, you know, I can't I can't speak to it, but you know, if
3: you're reading braille music or, or whatever, I'm assuming that uh, more is probably better in that case.
1: I I would think so. I would think so. You don't want to about know about my ability of reading braille music, but
3: <laughs> I'm probably right there with you, David. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I might get through Mary had a little lamb in ten minutes or so. <laughs> so so it's not real good <laughs> but uh yeah I, I, I've always really liked the brilliant displays and uh uh, the brilliant bi is is has certainly followed through on the tradition excellent
3: yeah we have uh we do have a deluxe case uh a, the brilliant comes with a a sleeve um a, a neoprene sleeve that you can slide the uh the display in and uh, you know it protects the the display but executive products does make an ex- uh, a deluxe case with a it's a beautiful leather case and the nice thing is is that it does have a, a pouch in the the, the the flap that goes over the top for your iphone so so if you are an iPhone okay. user, or an iTouch okay. user, um, you can slide your iPhone right into that pouch and uh, keep it in there and use your, your Braille
1: display with the iPhone as well. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. And then there was something new. Yeah. Yep. We... Uh,
3: we HumanWare has been working um, diligently for the last oh my, it was, I think we started the work maybe three years ago, or if not longer. Um, of really, we we were looking at the the population of low vision technology, and uh, what what we came to the conclusion was is. Sort of that same conclusion that I saw in the math class, that people were using low-vision devices, and low-vision devices hadn't really changed in 20-plus years. A CCTV today is still a CCTV, XY table, magnifier, etc. And some of the CCTVs are, are starting to expand on that a little bit, but, um, I mean, when you look at a CCTV today, it's still... Serves the same purpose as it did 20 years ago. And HumanWare has always been about innovation, and we've always been pushing the envelope. Um, you know, if we we celebrated our 25th anniversary this year, so we've been HumanWare has been in business for 25 years, and we we've been pushing the envelope for 25 years. And um, the product that we just announced uh, yesterday is uh, is called Prodigy, and Prodigy is uh, basically a, it's a new a new type of low vision device. And I'm not going to call it a CCTV because it's different. <laughs> Prodigy consists of a five-inch tablet, so uh, picture an Android tablet, um, and that Android tablet is the brains of the device. Um, it consists of uh, incredible camera uh, optics, and uh, you can use that, that tablet as a low-vision magnifier. Um, so you can use it as your handheld magnifier in the store. You can walk around, look at price tag, things like that. But what on this magnifier is, uh, or on this tablet, is a capture button. So if you hold your, your magnifier over you know something that you want to view or keep or whatever, you can actually snap a picture of it. What we also do with this is we do significant what uh, we 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 call it Diamond Edge text. And what that is is um, you basically see within three seconds, you'll see a digital version of the text that you just took. Um and the benefits of this is that, the digit when you, when you're using a low vision magnifier a handheld magnifier the problem is, is that as you move around you um, and you're trying to read and things like that the camera will flicker it'll go in and out it'll fluctuate mm-hmm. fo- you know go out of focus and things like that with our diamond edge text technology um, after the picture is snapped, you get perfect digital text, and you could zoom in up to 80 times on this digital text, and move around uh, using, and, and everything's done with touch and tap technology. So you're just you're moving around the document by sliding your finger along the screen. Okay. And uh, the beautiful thing is that you you see absolutely no flickering. Everything's perfectly smooth. But what's more is that so I, I've just talked about the tablet as a handheld magnifier right now. The beauty of this is that we offer what's called the Duo, um, and the Duo is. Uh, basically, it looks like your traditional CCTV. So, uh, but on the top of it is a docking station, and you actually can go out, you can snap pictures, whatever. But you can go back to your home, and this docking, this uh, this duo station has a either a, I think it's a 19 or a 22 inch monitor or something like that, 20 or 24. I'm not sure. Um, And it looks like a CCTV. But what you do is you dock the tablet right in the top. And now you actually the tablet functions as the camera for this this desktop CCTV kind of situation. But there is no XY table on the on the base of this this uh, duo station is the touchpad. And you can operate everything from this touchpad. Um, You can have, you know, traditional uh, eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper, that, let's say you get a piece of mail or something like that and you want to throw it under this duo station, you throw the paper down there, you can either zoom in and zoom out using pinch gestures, things like that, and see it in real time, or you can capture perfect pictures of the, the text and look at it in the diamond edge stuff. And so you, you can look at it without having any of the flickering, things like that. And if your eyes get tired, like uh, I, I have very, 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 very low vision, so I, I don't even, I regard myself as a blind individual because <laughs> I have enough vision to get myself in trouble. But mm-hmm. once in a while mm-hmm. there there is some advantages to being able to if I'm getting a pinch and I, I need to see something, sometimes low vision devices will work. And the nice thing is is that if if my vision uh if my eyes get tired from trying to restrain a reading something the nice thing is you can hit a button on here and once you've snapped that picture um text-to-speech will actually read the document to you
1: and oh, okay
3: so you have the luxury of of having really the the best of all worlds you can have a, a handheld device with the ability to snap pictures and have it read to you you can have a desktop device that allows you to zoom in and out on on uh, and it's not just really you know restricted to um to text. If you, I I, I know I have some, some friends with low vision who, uh, you know, they'll snap pictures with their camera or whatever else, and they'll take it under their CCTV to try to see them. And uh, you can do that as well. The device has a gallery where you can actually just snap pictures, and you can view them right on your CCTV there. You can zoom it in up to, you know, 80 times if you really wanted to do that on a picture. But, mm-hmm. uh, or if you like i said or if your eyes get tired you can just hit the hit the read button and it'll just start reading reading to you we use the same uh i believe we use the acapella voices as well for this you you can just just like on smartphones and things like that if you don't want to to view the picture or whatever you can just swipe it away delete it you know right. just like you always been able to do so
1: so is there is there a a, a limit um, uh, is there any kind of I'm sure there's some kind of limit but is is it like 50 pictures 100 pictures or? Yeah, I I couldn't even tell you I, I know it's oh. a lot and I
3: don't even I, I don't think people will probably achieve that very easily
1: <laughs> yeah well but, I'm figuring based on on the type of unit it sounds like it is I, I'm guessing it's quite a bit higher than you'll find on most of your handhelds most of those are you know 20 page 20 pictures or I think the biggest one I've seen was a hundred, and I'm betting with a, with, a, with the type of device you're talking about, it probably goes higher than that. Yeah, that's my guess. I uh,
3: I've uh, only been involved in a little bit of the development for it, so I don't know a whole lot of the specifics um, with that. But uh, I know that um, I I am not. Sh- I believe the prices have been released. Um, I got to look at it. But I know that the end result is that you'll get, if you get the Duo, um, uh, which is the tablet and the, the CCTV docking station, it's still cheaper than the price of a regular CCTV. Okay. So it's, but you can uh,
1: buy them separately.
3: You you can,
1: absolutely. Yep. So mm-hmm. you can start out with just the tablet and then decide later to get the Duo. Correct. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yep, absolutely. So if you only need, say, a handheld
3: magnifier or whatever else, you could just go with the tablet if you wanted to. What size but, is the tablet? Do you. Uh, it's a five-inch Screen.
1: okay all right Yep. Yeah.
3: Right. but um i after using it i've i've only used it a couple times um but my my recommendation and it's not speaking from a humanware sales perspective but it's more from a, a usability perspective if you do use a cctv at home um the, the, the prodigy is the most useful device when you use it with in the duo it's a uh, um, the the we've we've done studies and and uh, camera tests and things like that. Um, and the nice thing is is that the the docking point where where the um, where the camera sits or the the tablet st- sits on the top of the duo station is the perfect distance away from a uh, a four piece of paper so that it captures everything. If you're going to just snap uh, okay. snap a bunch of pictures things like that.
1: Okay. And and um, now I would assume this is just for just for close up.
3: Um, you know, I haven't played with it in long distances, but I know that people have snapped signs like, uh, you know men's women's restrooms kind of thing or um, been able to zoom in on them from distances. The nice thing is oh. that uh, we have such good camera optics in the device that it it works well you know, uh, very, very, very close up or, or from further distances as well. So I don't think you're going to get something say across the room, but if you're standing and you want to quick view
1: a sign on the wall or something like that, I know that has been done. Oh, okay. I know there, there's uh a couple of devices that will go nameless that we we have shown to clients here um from time to time and it's kind of fun because the one of the cubes in our resource center where we work with people quite a bit is on the opposite side of the resource center from this this uh sign on the wall that says <laughs> To please leave, not open that door after 4.30 p.m. or the alarm will go off. (laughs) We've we've all been victim to (laughs) missing (laughs) a a warning sign of some sort, I think. and, And it's neat to be able, though, to sit there in that cube and point it in that direction and have the person find that sign.
3: Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. To be able to just kind of look across the room and have a look at it, I, I, mm-hmm. and I think that this can do some of that. I just don't think uh, that it's built for the extremely long distances. Yeah, but it well, is, this, um,
1: was, yeah, and it, and this might be too long a distance. So mm-hmm. I think it's was something with though the person certainly could experiment with it uh, for, for just that kind of thing. And correct. The yep. other thing I thought of is when you go in some building somewhere, and here's the directory up on the wall. <laughs> Oh yeah yeah absolutely and, and and unless you're eight feet tall you can't read it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yep so I can see how that certainly could come in handy for something like that too sure exactly yep yeah, it's okay. uh,
3: it's it's a definitely a new style of magnifier and it's something that especially with the ability to get the text-to-speech voice reading back to you I know that mm-hmm. a lot of people, are sort of in the same boat that I am, where you you can read a little bit, but eventually your eyes just get tired. And I use, you know, the reverse contrast, white on black, that kind of stuff. Um, But even with that, eventually you're, you're your your batteries run out and you need to right. uh, have stuff read to you so
1: yeah i can understand that mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, absolutely and about and and uh i'm uh, assuming that this will run on battery uh, when you're out and about it does yep yep um, i how much battery I, how, the,
3: I knew that was the next question it's it's going to be up on our web page i i couldn't tell you how much it is okay. i think i think you get I want to say five or six hours out of it, but I, okay. I couldn't tell you, unfortunately.
1: Well, I, I'm anxious to see it, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, our listeners that are low vision uh, that are going to be anxious to take a look at that. So uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, ringing the phones at uh, the human wear dealers and saying, Where can I see this and when?
3: Absolutely. Yep. And if you want to take a look, we did, uh, we did a, a great marketing video um, of the product so you can actually see what it's like. Um, The microsite or the site that um, takes you right to Prodigy is just simply humanware.com slash Prodigy. And Prodigy is spelled P-R-O-D-I-G-I.
1: Yes, I I noticed that when my screen reader missed <laughs> dot
3: humanwarecom slash Prediggy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I <I'm> go <going>, what? <laughs> exactly. Yep.
3: but there is a there's a video on that page, and then you'll see all the the different pricing and uh, and information about the product as well. So you'll see all the features and things too.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking about all the latest and greatest, and you've had just a few things to talk about.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's great to, to be on. I, I think uh, I, I was on Main Menu probably ACV Radio, I, I want to say three years ago, maybe, or two oh, years something ago.
1: Something like that, <laughs> yeah. And I, I know Jerry was had been on a couple of times, and uh, and uh, glad to have you back on. and. Uh, don't be a, don't be a stranger. Okay? No, absolutely. Well,
3: <laughs> you got my email address and I've got yours. So uh, whenever we got something new to talk about at Humanware, I'll make sure to 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 give you a, uh, shoot you an email so, All right. Well, thank you again. This is uh this is great. And thank you to all the listeners.
1: Well, thank you, and we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. And who knows, we may even see you somewhere. Who knows? So, sounds great. Take care. Uh huh. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SendSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on main menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. The following presentation is brought to you
1: on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org.
2: Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using Skype on your Mac using VoiceOver. And in this demonstration, I'm actually going to show you how I use Skype out to dial out to an automated system to retrieve voicemails and take notes whilst I'm listening to Skype and of course using TextEdit to take notes at the same time. And I actually use this quite a lot when I'm working remotely and I still have to access my work voicemail and the work adaptive technology voice mailbox as well. So first of all, let me say that I've got my Mac Air turned on, VoiceOver's running, and as usual, let me start from a known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with the VoiceOver command, Shift VOD, and of course the VO keys being the Control and Option keys held down together. So that's Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D for desktop,
4: and I'll do that now. Desktop Dropbox alias selected alias.
2: Now I've already got VoiceOver keyboard command set up So, I'm just going to do right option K, which in my case launches Skype.
4: Skype. Skype.
2: Now, I want to dial my voicemail system at work, and I normally just do this manually just for the sake of it. So, I'm going to do command
4: number two to take me to the dial pad in Skype. Dial pad. Now in dial pad window text field.
2: And I'm going to type in the phone number for our voicemail system at work. And in this recording, I'm actually going to edit out the real phone number for voicemail and, of course, edit out the extension and password for my actual voicemail online system. Okay, so you're, you're going to notice that the numbers that I'm typing are not long enough to be true numbers, extensions, etc. Okay, so I'm going to type in the
4: phone number for the voicemail 616126129. Six, 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 one, two, nine, three, three,
2: four. Okay, and of course you could hear VoiceOver stroke Skype predicting the phone number that I was typing in. That was that audible sound you could hear. And now I'm going to jump to the bottom of the window with Shift, Function, VO, right arrow, i.e. Shift, Function, Control, Option, right arrow.
4: Call, Default button. And
2: there's the call button. Now I find just pressing Enter after the number actually doesn't work. So that's why I had to jump to the call button in this version of Skype. So VO space for a control option spacebar to activate the call button.
4: Press cop now in sky window toolbar online pop-up button. Welcome to Audix for help at any time. Press star four. Keys
2: enter extension and hash. Okay, now I need to jump back to the dial pad field again. So I'm gonna do command two. Dial pad, now in dial pad window. And I'm going to type in my extension. Of course, using the top row on the keyboard, the number row.
4: Two, one, six,
2: and then a number sign.
4: Number, Enter number. Enter
2: password and hash. Enter password, then press hash or number sign. So I'll type in my password.
4: Six, one, two, and press hash again. Number, number. bridge. One new message. To record messages, press one. To receive messages, press two. To administer personal greetings, press three.
2: Okay, now I'm going to press number two to retrieve new voicemail messages. And then I'm going to press right option E to launch text edit again, which I've set up via voiceover keyboard commander. So I'm going to press two now. Two, two. Okay, right option two.
4: E. Text, text edit, 21. untitled, 21. Skype and has new. 16th of July, seconds. To listen, press zero. To delete, press star three to skip. Press the hash key.
2: Okay, I was a bit quick then on doing right option E and do right option K to get back to Skype. Skype dial pad window. So in dial pad, I'm gonna press zero. Zero two zero. Right option E again? Hi, it's David here. Tax Daddy could you please call me Skype Dad has been new- using Skype out on the Mac to dial up automated services, such as voicemail, and my phone number is one three zero zero.
4: One three zero zero space one six four six six. Thanks. To respond or forward, press one. To delete, press star three. To skip, press the
2: hash key. Okay, so I've got the phone number. Let me just do via left arrow. Control option left arrow. One three
4: zero zero eight four seven four six six. Okay, and I'm just going to do space space. Ring. David. Ring. Period. Out. Period. Okay. There we go.
2: Right. Option K to get back to Skype.
4: Skype. Dial pad window.
2: Now I've got no more new messages, so I'm actually going to hang up from the voicemail system, and our one is actually star star nine. So I'll do that now. Star
4: star nine. Goodbye.
2: Nine. Okay. And I'm off. And let me just check where I am. I should still be in Skype. VO or control option. F2.
4: Dial pad window.
2: Yes, I am. I close down Skype with command Q.
4: Text edit untitled 2rtf window. Edit text insertion at end of text one three zero zero eight four seven four six six. Ring David, re Skype and call out.
2: Okay. And there's the note that I took while I was listening to my voicemail via Skype on the Mac. So I hope you've enjoyed this short demonstration. I thought it was worthwhile demoing what I do when I'm working remotely and using Skype to retrieve my voicemail messages using Skype Out, a course which you have to purchase. But it's a very nifty way of both having your phone and your messaging, so to speak, all on the one device. So as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia Blindness and Low Vision Services
1: It's summer, and traditionally a time when the technology companies, including the assistive technology companies, come out with a lot of their new and cool things. And this summer, we want you to remember that we here at Main Menu will keep you on top of what's hot and what's cool this summer in the technology field. So don't miss us every week here on Main Menu. you again for being with us today on Main Menu. We always appreciate having you here. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you back again here next week on Main Menu.